You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it's your host, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What's going on, y'all? All right, so week seven just wrapped up tonight. Uh, Rams taking care of business with the now the five and two Chicago Bears. Yeah, they did. I, you know, I, I figured that was going to happen. I, I think that the Bears weren't legit. I mean, I don't, they have a good defense, but they're not legit. They have a great defense, but this five and one seemed finicky at best but i mean you know some interesting games you know washington football team taking you know what though i will say this i like andy dalton but no one deserves to get that fucking cheap shot like that and well, he's dead him. now so you don't have yeah. to like him anymore it's just like god damn like you know which which makes me wonder like do you gotta start selling all the skill positions of the cowboys i mean that that's something that we'll discuss here in a yeah bit. um so for tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break down week seven a little bit, talk about the studs and duds. Then we're going to go over some p- potential waiver pickups that you're going to want to look for because there were, like every other week, injuries all about. But first off, let's look at some studs and duds. Your best quarterbacks on the week, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Playmaker Baker, Joe Burrow's your top five. Tom Brady, man, getting it done, 369-4, and had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it's I hope this could be Brady with a healthy roster. You know, now they got Antonio Brown coming in. I mean, this team's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be real interesting to see how how it works. The dynamics, the dynamics see, are going to be interesting. All, all day on Twitter, I was seeing a bunch of like football networks asking people, like, you know, what do you think about Brown coming to the Bucks? And actually, I don't know, I. <laughs> I, I think it, it can't hurt it, but I don't think it's going to make it much better because, I mean, there's just so many mouths to feed, and as long as he's not a distraction, you know, it might be okay, but, you know, we'll find out. Justin Herbert looks like he's going to be Rookie of the Year. I mean, Dude, another he looks, great game. He's balling out. Dude, 347 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and then he ran for nine, ran nine times for 66 in a touchdown. Yeah. I mean – He's phenomenal, and and he, like, and I'm not I'm not man. trying to talk as a Charger homer because I'm you know I'm a Charger fan, but God damn, he looks good out there. And they Listen, finally got a win. I'm a Charger hater, like I'm not even a I'm not even close to being a fan here, and this guy has been remarkable. I don't I don't quite understand it because he I liked him coming out of college. I thought he was awesome coming out of Oregon, big old unit, strong arm, but I think Oregon was holding this kid back. From this yeah. untapped potential that he's got. It, it's remarkable the lack of... What's the word I'm looking for? He's just... he Like, there's no rookie in him right now, which is very strange. No, he looks like a seasoned vet. You know, he had yeah. another monster touchdown to Jalen Guyton, who, fuck, he might be a deep sleeper to pick up. I mean, he's only going to... You know, this kid Guyton seems to get one catch for... You know, 75 yards, but a touchdown every week, it seems. But, 
you know, he's throwing the deep ball, which a lot of rookies, they shy away from the deep ball. They're, they're not a big fan of it because, you know, it's generally not as accurate. But, I mean, he's got a really good deep ball. He like, does. He just he finds a way to place it where he wants it. Yeah, man. You know, and, and the thing I also really like about Herbert is he spreads the ball around, though. I mean, yes, he does look to his weapons. You know, Keenan Allen got another 13 targets. Um, you know, um, Hunter Henry got seven, you know, only caught three. But, you know, he, he's, he's looking around. He's not just looking for one player. Like, you know, Jalen Guyton, who, again, got the touchdown. He went. He had three targets. Joe Reed, actually, no, those are all carries. He looked, you know, three times at Mike Williams. Um, you know, he's just he's finding ways to get the ball out to just anybody. If anybody's – like, he's looking at progressions. He's not going with the first read every time. You know, he's looking like a season – you know, and, and like he has to be often he has to be offensive rookie of the year. I mean, at this point, who who could uh, argue with that? Kyler Murray, you know, putting up numbers again, which isn't surprising. But this time, he finally got more passing yards with three sixty and three touchdowns. Ran it, yeah. ran a little bit, fourteen for sixty seven and a touchdown. Kyler Murray, he has to be in the actual real life NFL MVP talk, right? I mean, I'd put him there. I'd put him there. The fact that they are finding as much success as they're finding. This was a tough game for them. They had to go. They had. I know it, it was, was at home. Where, it was a game but where no gotta, one seemed to want to win the game. At the yeah, at the end, man, that was it. Was a good one though, man. I wish. I almost wish every game was like that game. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, especially uh, right there at the end. You know, the the missed field goal, and then you know we'll talk about it later. But you know, DK Metcalf having the walk off touchdown that gets called back. You know, it, it was it was all sorts of exciting. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, you know, back to fantasy gold again, 406 passing yards, three touchdowns, six carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. Joe Burrow, he's he's great for fantasy too. You know, I like – and this is great because it's, it's, it's nice to see more diversity in terms of fantasy-relevant quarterbacks. And then especially for Dynasty, you know, guys like Burrow and Herbert, you know, now it looks like you can have good quarterbacks, you know, long-term in the future. Um, Russell Wilson, no, no surprise there, 388 and three touchdowns. The three interceptions kind of surprised me because Russell Wilson's usually a pretty good in terms of uh, not turning the ball right. over. Right. But, you know, st- still Aaron Rodgers fed Devontae Adams. He went 283 and four touchdowns. You know, so it's, again, not surprising. Um, some of the duds that I want to talk about, Cam Newton, what the hell happened? I – um, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming this is what I'm guessing here. He ran into a very, very good San Francisco defense that's finally starting to get healthy, mm-hmm. and he just he doesn't have. I don't want to put all this on Cam. I really don't. I know he's the one that got benched. He's the one. You know, it's the quarterback. That's what you. That's what you get paid for. Essentially, you got to be the scapegoat. But man, they didn't give him any new receivers. They just said, "I know no. Brady had this, and he made it, and he made do with it." But uh, good luck, kid. And Edelman just ain't cutting it, man. They have a Cam Newton with negative points, you know, and he and he was heavily started in leagues. You yeah. Know, but yeah. Um, let's see, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, in a blowout game, you figured he'd get better stats than, but he went two seventy-seven with two interceptions. You know, he he, he didn't get anything done. But you know, Jeff Wilson before getting hurt, ran all over New England, which is funny because New England has a stout defense, generally speaking. 
But um, a couple other of the big names, Josh Allen, you know, bottom end quarterback, had no touchdowns. 307 yards, 11 carries for 61 yards. You like that, but you know, you fig- you thought it against the Jets, the lowly Jets. You know, the 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 team unsurprisingly came out with a victory. However, it was a much closer game than I thought. It only winning 18 to 10, but yeah. you know, just just kind of surprising. You know, Pat Mahomes. You know, kind of a snowy, terrible. You know, it's hard to you know with with a game like that. But you know, only. 200 passing yards and the touchdown, so not not a whole lot out of Pat Mahomes. But you know, th- this is one of those weird outlier games. You know, next week he has the Jets, then he has Carolina. So oh, you know, God. Patrick Mahomes obviously, you know, he's got some some beast matchups coming up. Um, some studs for the running backs, like I said before, he got hurt. Jeff Wilson, 17 for 112 and three touchdowns, which is funny because he was unowned in a lot of fantasy leagues because everyone thought it'd be a Jarek McKinnon game. I heard Jamichael Hasty, his name got thrown around a lot too, but uh, dude, Jeff Wilson, uh, he, you can't argue with three touchdowns. That defense got made a fool of. Mm-hmm. This this was one of the best rushing games. They had fourth stringers ripping off yardage on these guys. I don't know what yeah. happened to New England this week. I really don't. Yeah, you know, James Robinson just. The number two running back on the week, 22 carries, 119 and a touchdown. Had a two-point conversion, had four catches for 18 yards and a touchdown. I like James Robinson. He, he's as he's sitting, he's the number two running back on the year. You know, a guy that went undrafted in basically every fantasy draft. You know, just to, to come out like that. Alvin Kamara was your number three. Todd Gurley number four. Like, hey, you know, but it's kind of funny how Atlanta lost a game by accidentally scoring a touchdown. Man. Which, <laughs> you know, god damn Atlanta, like, what's wrong with you guys? It's so good. Um, Chase Edmonds, it. you know, especially in PPR formats, you know, you're loving him. He was the number five running back coming in in relief with Kenyon Drake getting hurt. Although, who, you know, when we talk about waivers, he should be your number. Although, Kenyon Drake has to be heavily owned. There's no way. I'm sorry. Um, Chase Edmonds has to be heavily owned. Especially yes. because you know, we, we talk about these guys. If a player, for the most part, if a player is 100% owned, then his backup should be 100% owned. Um, actually, well, Chase Edmonds is 63% rostered, as I see, but, you know, that that's going to that's gonna go way up. Um, Gio Bernard came in in relief for, um, what's his name, Joe Mixon. He actually had a decent fantasy game, 13 carries, 37 yards. Five catches, 59, and a touchdown. So in PPR formats, he was great. Antonio Gibson, you know, yeah, looked like a bell cow. Yeah, 20 carries, 128 yards, and a touchdown. So you like to see that. Um, Carlos Hyde, who will be, you know, one of your waiver pickups. 15 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown in relief for Chris Carson, who got banged up, and they're saying it's going to be week to week. Um, Derrick Henry had kind of a – Derrick Henry game, 20 carries, 75 yards and a touch. This guy, he can't be stopped. Yeah, he's too, he, he's he just is, a tank. He is a human tank. He's had a touchdown in four straight games now. I mean, it's just this guy. I mean, God damn, Derrick Henry. Clyde Edwards-Lair finally got a touchdown, which made me happy. <laughs> Eight carries, 46 yards and a touchdown, but, you know. Uh, the surprising one was LeMichael Pirine getting involved. 11 carries, 39 yards and a touchdown. Um Maybe you start looking into him. 
maybe I don't know. Maybe if you're a Chris Carson owner, yeah, yeah. Mike. Um, Mike Davis had a quiet game. Finally, seven for twelve, five receptions for twenty-four yards. Uh, you know, I mean, not every game's going to be great. Although, um, again, when we get into news with saying with Christian McCaffrey coming back, they don't see why Mike Davis is all of a sudden going to ride the pine. So. Yeah. The, the Chargers running backs looks like they split the, the load pretty evenly. Justin Jackson had five carries for 12 yards, got involved in the passing game with five catches, 43 yards. Josh Kelly, 12 carries, 29 yards, five catches, 24 yards. So, you know, kind of kind of tough to – Lev Bell, welcome back to the NFL, six carries, 39 <laughs> yards. I, yeah. I really wanted to see him get – but, you know, th- this could just be the, <laughs> the Andy Reid, let him get used to the – you know, he looked good though on a couple of the carries. You know, I, I I watched some of the highlights there. He he looked okay. He did. You know, he feels rejuvenated not being in New York anymore. As the as he should, as he yeah. should. Uh, let's see. Uh, stud wide receivers, Tyler Lockett. Have yourself oh, a day. And there are plenty of them. This is the wide receiver. This was a wide receiver week, ladies and it gentlemen. It was hard to find. It was really hard to find dud wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you go right down the list here. Tyler Lockett, forty-five point five points. Uh, he, he had twenty targets, fifteen receptions, two hundred yards, and three touchdowns. Holy hell! What that? It, that's not the first time he's scored three touchdowns this year, is it? No, no, no. That's not. And 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 he was. He did whatever he wanted to that defense. It was almost like he was just running routes on air. It's insane it's that he's had. It's insane that he's had two, three touchdown games this year. Yeah, like absolutely insane. Devontae yeah. Adams, welcome back to the league. Thirteen catches, one ninety-six and two. Yeah, it's it's nice to see him back because I mean this guy, he's definitely a difference maker in the offense. You know, Aaron Rodgers is happy. To, then th- your boy Deontay Johnson, welcome back after the injuries. Nine for. Uh-huh. 80 and two touchdowns, you know, you like to see that, especially because, you know, he was trending to be a stud on the year. I mean, now it looks like he could be trending in that direction again, but, you know, he had two two good games to start off the bat on the season, then been kind of banged up for the last few weeks. It's nice to see him out there, you know, looking good. Yeah. Um, Tyler Boyd, you know, he had a, he had a great day too. Um, six, I'm sorry, 11 catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown, superstar wide receiver. I like A.J. Brown. I didn't realize he had wheels like that. I didn't. I, I knew he was a big, like strong beefy. dude. Yeah. But he can. He's he can move. He's a beefy Man. guy. Uh, D.J. Moore, ninety-three and two touchdowns. You know, um, it's funny. A buddy of ours meant he, he brought up an interesting point. D.J. Moore, three straight ninety-three yard weeks. I yeah. mean, I we gotta start showing D.J. Moore some respect. I mean. Maybe he needs uh, – can't complain with 93 yards and getting in the end zone, which he's done on two no. of them. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 10 catches, 103 yards. And D-Hop's amazing. This dude doesn't practice all week, and he's like, fuck it, I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> just get yep. just get me the ball. Exactly. Chris, God- Chris Godwin, welcome back. Nine catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. It's nice to see – yeah, I like Chris Godwin. You know, I, I mean, I wasn't as high on him preseason as – a lot of other people were, but you know, I, I think he's a great wide receiver. You know, he he gave up the number twelve for Tom Brady because you know if 
Tom Brady wants the number 12, he can have it. <laughs> but it's just it, it's nice to it, it's nice to see him back. Your boy Scotty Miller, six for one hundred nine and a touchdown. Scotty, but uh, hard to trust. You probably don't put him in your lineup ever. Not when he didn't get a target against Chicago when I started him. Bastard. Exactly. Keenan Allen, ten for one twenty-five. Colt Beasley, eleven for one twelve. Scary Terry McLaurin, seven for ninety and a touchdown. How come Nelson Aguilar all of a sudden knows how to catch the ball in Oakland? Listen, not even look, and that this isn't a fluky game. He's done this three weeks in a row. Yeah. He's he's been in the end zone three weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean he's he's starting to look like one of the focal points of the offense, which is sort of scary, considering well, he, that his, his name just doesn't ring true as as wide receiver value. Well, he looks like the wide receiver because he was great in college at USC. So he's kind of looking like the guy who was in college. And it's like, where the hell's this guy been? Yeah. Calvin Ridley found the end zone again, 69 and a touchdown. T. Higgins, I love T. Higgins. Five catches, 71 yards and a touch. I think T. Higgins with Joe Burrow, I think these two are going to be fantasy gold for a long time. And, you know, and, and then it, it's kind of nice when you see, like, the young guy, you know, they're they're both rookies get drafted together and, and developed together. That's always kind of cool to see because it kind of, I mean, different positions, but it kind of reminds me of Drew Brees and Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, you know, a little bit. They came into the, the they got drafted the same year. Um, obviously, LT had immediate impact on the team because Brees sat for, I think, a year or two behind Flutie. But, you know, but they came in together, so they practiced together. You know, the rookies usually spend more time together. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 6 for 55 and a touch. Does Tyreek Hill just – he scores touchdowns. That's all he does. That's I mean, he he's does. At, I mean out, out of the seven games they've played this year, he's scored in five of them. Yeah. I mean, it's just – he's unstoppable. The fucking monster. Um, Kenny Galladay had a decent day, 6 for 114. You know, you like to see that. Um, Rashard Higgins coming in on relief with OBJ. Getting hurt, six for one ten. May he rest in peace. Poor, poor OBJ. Just get getting shit on literally and figuratively. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on for studs. You know, some duds you can talk about, like. Uh, one, one more stud though, because I, I brought it up la- last week on the show here. Christian Kirk oh, is yeah, finally yeah, yeah. starting to get it done in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I, knew, I told you I, what I was making what I was making comments on was the fact that he needed to adjust to the fact that that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is there, kind of roll, rolling in that big time role that he was in last year, mm-hmm. and I think he's figured out what his role is, and he's looked very very solid the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean a, another um, like stud game you can kind of say Julio Jones he showed up again eight for ninety seven so. You know, Julio didn't score, but, you know, it's nice to see him getting involved in the mix. Yeah. Um, some dud games, like like the first one that comes to mind is DK Metcalf. I mean, uh-huh. by by standards, you call it a dud with, you know, two for 23. Now, he did have a touchdown. What Was it like a 40-yard touchdown that got called back um, on, a, on a boneheaded holding call by um, David Moore? You know, it's funny. David Moore and Tyler Lockett at a distance – like at a quick glance on the screen, I th- I get him confused with Tyler Lockett a lot. Him and David Moore because yeah. yeah. they're about the same size, and I'm always like God, like because like especially because I have Lockett in a couple leagues, so I get excited. But then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, it was David Moore, not Lockett. But you know, DK Metcalf, 
Although I will say, I mean, I knew he was fast, but goddamn, does he have wheels when he ran down Buda Baker? Oh Jesus my Christ. God. Yeah. Man. Like that, men that large should not be able to run that fast. Like, that should not be a thing. Um, some dud performances. Robert Woods, you know, usually the safest man in fantasy football, three for 22. And he fumbled, which you don't like to see. Uh, Cooper Cup, six for 43. Kind of a sad day for them. Um, DJ Tark, he got hurt, you know, but no one really stepped up for, for Jacksonville. Um, let's see. Julian Edelman, one for 13. I, I think Edelman's done. I mean, <coughs> I really – I think after that monster game where he, you know, put up 179 yards, I just think that tired him out and he just can't do it anymore. <coughs> he uh, – yeah, he's definitely done. I, mean, I, I say that, and then next week he'll go for, like, 180 and a couple touchdowns. But he just doesn't look like the same cat that we all kind of grew up watching. No. You know, he lost his boy in Brady, and, and I don't know, man. Maybe Cam's just not the leader. He can't lead a team that's that's ill-equipped the way well, that Brady like when did. You, when, when Cam plays like this, you're like, well, no wonder why Carolina let him go. Right. I mean, it's like. Uh, Mike Evans, two for 37. You know, it's, it's sad because with Tom Brady throwing for 369 yards and four touchdowns, the fact that Evans only got two for 37, you know, you're kind of like, damn, what the hell happened? And again, this is what's scary moving forward. You bring Antonio Brown into this mix, that's one more mouth to feed. How, how you going to do it? Fantasy-wise, fantasy I don't know if I like it. As a team, it should be fun. No, for, for like, watching life, it for real life football, fantastic. But fantasy, um, you know, for uh, talking about that, Dallas, CD Lamb, superstar up and comer, zero catches on five targets. You know, just losing Dalton really fucks it up. And then if uh, if Ben Denucci, which I don't even know who the fuck that is, he went to James Madison College. I don't even know. If 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 Jerry Jones knows who this man is, you know uh, it's just you know Jerry's like, can we can Dak in a wheelchair play for us? I mean, I I think we'd be better off. Listen, I, I don't know what happened in this game because I don't think Washington's defense is is all that great, but uh, they they kind of lost what they were doing. What they were doing, they get down in games and they throw 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 right. Mm-hmm. Even when they're throw throw throwing. They would. They could dump the ball off to Elliott. He had like one target, one or two targets. This game, I don't know why this Danucci or whatever his name is couldn't figure that out. At least to start moving the rock. Because it was it was one of the hardest things to watch. Was this? I, I watched maybe a grand total of about ten minutes of it. I, I started streaming it and then got sick of it. You know, I, there was still there was there was like. Ten minutes left in the game, and I didn't see a single starter out there. They just had Pollard playing instead of Elliott. Mm-hmm. It's like they, it's like they're throwing in the towel. Yeah, well, they I think they knew like as yeah, game's over. And then um, studs right stud and dud tight ends. I mean, I guess every tight end is basically a dud. But Harrison Bryant, who who no nobody started, owns, yeah, nobody literally played. zero zero people. Have this man on a roster. He's one percent rostered on Yahoo. Yeah. Four for fifty-six with two touchdowns. 
I need to see. I don't know. I got to watch some practice reports this upcoming week for Cleveland with, uh, especially because David and Joku, the, the the rising phoenix, two two receptions, twenty yards, and a touchdown. You know, so I, I don't know what the Cleveland passing offense is going to look like with uh, OBJ going down. Gronk, 5 for 62 and a touchdown. Darren Waller, 6 for 50 and a touchdown. TJ Hawk, 5 for 59 and a touchdown. Um, Logan Thomas, 4 for 60 and a touchdown. Gerald Everett uh, tonight, you know, he, he scored 4 for 28 and a touchdown without uh, Tyler Higbee. He was out. You know, George Kittle, quiet day, 5 for 55. But, I mean, they were able to just run all over New England. Um, you know, the only other n- name that I want to talk Travis Kelsey, <coughs> three for 31. But, you know, obviously that's an outlier game. It was just super snowy. And, you know, there's no way you're benching Kelsey. So, you get the fuck out of here with that. Right. But um, any other names that we missed or that you want to talk about? Not from the tight end ranks. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, with that being said, let's take a look at some of the news around the league. Um, Dallas, mean, there was some, there's some big news. Sorry to cut you off. Oh there yeah, yeah, some. no, there, there really is. I mean, first off, we can start off OBJ torn ACL out the rest of the year, um, which is really sad because it just, you know, every now and then, you know, OBJ he, it seems to click. You know, he was kind of getting there again. Baker Mayfield looked like he was getting a little better, getting into the groove of it. And then, boom, torn ACL, you know, you're going to miss the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff Wilson, running back for the 49ers that we talked about, he's been placed on injured reserve. You know, he played 56% of the snaps, had an amazing game. You know, like I said, 17 for 112 and three touchdowns. Just, you know, an awesome day. But, you know, got that ankle got banged up. Now he's on injured reserve. Yep. Um, Debo Samuel, his hamstring acted up again, so he's gonna. They said they already said it now. He's going to miss Week Eight against the Seahawks. They're saying and, he might miss the next two games. Yep, and he will most likely miss Week Nine against the Packers. So it's like, God damn, like just can't can't get a break with that guy. Um, Kenyon Drake, he apparently tore some sort of ligament in his ankle, but they're calling it a high ankle sprain, which is two very different things. A torn ligament's a torn ligament, and a sprain is a sprain, but whatever. Um, so Kenyon Drake, he's, they're saying he's going to miss a couple weeks. So, you know, again, Chase Edmonds, if he's out there, pick him up, which he shouldn't be. I mean, if you li- the thing is, if you're listening to a fantasy football podcast, you know who Chase Edmonds is, and I'm pretty sure he's rostered. Yeah. At least he should be. And if yes. he's not, like, can I join your league? <laughs> right. Idiots. Uh, Chris Carson banged up foot uh they said he has a mid foot sprain and he is going to be considered week to week so carlos hyde is a name that you definitely need to keep an eye on um deshaun jackson headed to the injured reserve which you know they're saying he's going to miss six to eight weeks but it's like dude just you're done deshaun you're done to touch on carlos hyde sorry he's also dealing with a little hamstring tightness so uh, i guess move forward with caution just keep yourself watching his uh, watching his updates through the week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but I will say this: a, a, a name to keep an eye on then with uh, Deshaun Jackson going out is Jalen Rager, the rookie wide receiver for Philadelphia. He's actually expected to be activated from uh, from the IR list, so that that could be a name to keep an eye on. And then obviously Travis Fulgham 
if he's available, you should pick him up because I guess he's the real deal. The, the guy's producing. So, um, let's see. Bengals coach Zach Taylor. He says Joe Joe Mixon's foot is kind of considering him day to day. So they have the the they have the bye week in week nine. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mixon gets benched another game, especially with you know they won the game. Did they win? No, they lost. They but they had a good game, and Gio Bernard was able to put up decent enough numbers. You know, so why why rush bringing Mixon back? Exactly. Uh, Philip Lindsay, running back for the Denver Broncos, he is in the concussion protocol. So Melvin Gordon already handled 58 of the 70 <coughs> running back touches um, in the three games that Philip Lindsay missed. But if Philip Lindsay's out, then I don't know Melvin Gordon. I mean, you obviously were playing Melvin Gordon anyway, so right. Um, Christian McCaffrey, he did return to practice today on Monday, but he is still considered a long shot to play week eight against the Falcons. So it looks like you get another week of Mike Davis, but, you know, we'll see. Um, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski, he says Nick Nick Chubb could return after the week nine bye. So hopefully that, you know, it'd be nice to see him back. Absolutely would be. I, I know you miss him so terribly much. So terribly badly. Uh, D.D. Westbrook, they say he more than likely has tore his ACL and he, during the game uh, against the Chargers, so that's unfortunate. So, and he yeah. had one of the worst weeks maybe in fantasy history. He touched the ball once, he fumbled it, and he tore his ACL. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, so D.D., yeah. Well, I mean, if you play in a if you play in a PPR league, he still technically put up positive points. Because I don't know if it was went. a catch. I think it was a rush. Well, either way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, just just something to keep an eye on, I guess. Um. So I mean, you know, Keelan Cole, uh, Lavisca <coughs> Chenault, maybe Chris Conley if you're super desperate, but. I mean, I would be leaning Chenault and uh, Keelan Cole. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Andy Dalton, he's in the league's concussion protocol, which is not a surprise. But uh, so is uh, Allen Robinson. He got a concussion, left the game late tonight in the oh, fourth that's right, quarter. He did. Yeah. So, and he, I, was, I would imagine they're going to be on somewhat of a short week. Because they play out on Monday, they'll play again on uh, Sunday. So keep a, keep your eye out for them just to see what's going on. I'm sure it didn't look all that devastating, but you never know, man. Yeah. Concussions are concussions are scary. Concussions are scary. So I, I mean, that looks like that's just about any news. Unless do you see anything else that I missed? Nope, that's it for news. All right. So to kind of recap on some of the free agent waiver picks. Uh, Carlos Hyde, Chase Edmonds, Jalen Rager, uh, Keelan Cole, LaVisca Chanel. Although LaVisca and Keelan Cole, they have to be pretty heavily owned, I, I, I would imagine. Well, maybe not Keelan Cole, but pretty sure Chenault is, is owned in decent enough amount of leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Chenault, in, according to Yahoo, oh shit, he's only in 38% of leagues. Come on, guys, you got to bring that number up. What's wrong with you? And Keelan Cole, Keelan Cole's probably higher than 
Oh, he's in 39%. What's wrong with you people? These are talented ass wide receivers. Um, any interest in any interest in um, Higgins with with OBJ going out? Yeah, I've got a lot of interest in Higgins. I, I mean, I would also say for a little deeper dive here, Donovan Peoples Jones interests the hell out of me as well. I think Higgins will be the guy moving forward, but for a dynasty, somebody could look into that. Listen, with the Browns wide receivers, though, you've got to take everything with a grain of salt because Baker Mayfield, although he did have a good day, he could also throw an interception and make you, I don't know, make your guy have to make a tackle and then blow his knee out. Yeah, well, I mean, let's see. Baker Mayfield has not surpassed 20 points at all this year until yesterday. Yep. He is the number 20 quarterback on the year. So I mean he I mean I don't I just I'm not I'm not a May, I'm not a Mayfield fan at all. No. Um, no. And and I'm not either. I do I do admire his consistency. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, um, he's kind of understood his role as just a uh, – he's a game manager for the most part. And then when he – I don't know what happened last week. I'm really not sure. But he, they called on him to win, and he delivered. That's true. That's true. Um, and then maybe because uh, this episode's a little short as of right now, so maybe we'll talk about some players that you might want to target in terms of trades, um, whether it's a player you want to trade away or a player that you want to acquire – I actually think a player that you might be interested in um, that'll come very cheap is Carson Wentz. Um, he's, you know, he's actually the number seven quarterback on the year. He's plays absolutely disgusting games, but I think you can get him pretty cheap. And uh, you know th- that might be a guy you want to look into. Um, I think you should. You could probably get. Uh, Joe Mixon pretty cheap, I can imagine, um, especially with him being banged up right now. Uh, I mean, he's the number 13 running back on the year. I mean, a lot of that is because of the one huge game that he had in week four, but, you know, he's putting up consistent numbers. Um, are there any other are – there, are there any players that you could think of that you would target in trades if you could? Um, I don't know. I mean – Think of a guy who's hurt that will be coming back that is a starter. Yeah. So somebody like Chubb, unfortunately, most people spin out high on Chubb, so it might be hard to get that return. Um, maybe a guy like Drake. Pull the trigger on, on finding a guy like Drake, because I think moving forward, he is going to be the number one guy there. In this offense, that, that's kind of clicking. I would make a trade for him. I, you know, you're not going to offer the world, but he's a guy you could definitely look you know, at getting. A player I think I would actually pursue would be Todd Gurley because he's he's quietly, and I say with an emphasis, quietly the running back nine on the year because he doesn't have like any insane games. You're like, holy shit, he put up thirty points, but I mean, he's been consistent. He's he's scored in every game except for two. You know, so in five five. Five or seven games to score a touchdown. You know he, he's eclipsed a hundred. I mean he's only eclipsed a hundred rushing yards once. So it's like like the, you, you know you could say like well you know because you can probably argue you know come 
on. He, he doesn't got a lot left in the tank. You know, he's looking kind of tired out there or, you know, whatever have you. But, I mean, he's he's putting up great numbers right now, so that could be a player that you could go after. And I, and I don't think he would cost you a lot. I really don't. Because, nope. again, it's, it's just he, he's quietly been consistent all year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. This is actually a very broad topic. You know, maybe we'll, we'll come back to this on a, in our next episode when we break down some, some more stuff and do some rankings. Because um, this is actually an interesting topic that, that one of our friends asked us that we should discuss. And I want to do some more deep diving on it and give you guys some better answers, better trade targets. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and players that you want to trade away. But again, to recap, um, you know, for you know Chase Edmonds, Carlos Hyde, Jalen Rager, Richard Higgins, LaVisca Chenault, Keelan Cole. Pick these guys up, people. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but I guess that'll do it for us tonight. Short episode. You know, but fuck you, whatever. You'll listen to it. Um, thanks for listening. Check us out on social media, FF Football Show on Instagram, at Filthy Show on Twitter. Get us on Gmail at Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, it's King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.